Ladies and gentlemen, at 4 o'clock is the Marcus Koch FX demo upstairs on the Monster Stage. If you want to see some people get all latexed up, go check it out. But right now, we have Attack of the Killer podcast. Hey, everybody. We are here live at Midwest Monster Fest, and we are Attack of the Killer podcast. Hey, this is awesome to be here. We are Attack of the Killer Podcast, and I am your host, Insane Mike. Now, how, how many out there have actually heard our show before, Attack of the Killer Podcast? All right. Nice. All right. Nice. Man, you didn't even have to do that in post. I know. It's awesome. I, I'll, I'll, I'll sweeten it a little. You'll layer it. I got gotcha. you. Uh, for those of you out there who don't know what Attack of the Killer podcast is, I know what you're asking yourself right now. You're asking yourself, self, what is Attack of the Killer podcast? Is anyone going to answer my plea? I mean, someone for the love of God my eternal torment, what is Attack of the Killer Podcast? Well, calm your shit. I'm going to tell you what Attack of the Killer Podcast is. We are a horror-themed podcast. Group of friends, we get together. We discuss our common bond, which is horror movies. We pick a topic, and we talk about movies within that topic. And what is our topic today? What is our topic today? Dude, it's your birthday. Everybody what say happy, happy birthday, birthday. to St. This was all just a ploy. For it was. It was just for that moment. That's exactly. all you get. Let's so move on. So thanks for the show. <laughs> That's the end of the show. Um, so we should probably talk about birthday horror. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. So horror-themed, birthday-themed birthday horror movies. Words. Yes. Um, so not only are we Attack of the Killer podcast, but we have our very own podcast network. It's called the Prescribed Films Podcast Network. And we have up to 17 shows on the podcast network now. I look at you to make sure I get the number you got right. The, you got time. it right. And it's just full, full hours and hours of awesome, awesome content um, yeah, covering all realms of pop culture. So you could check out you could check out the show regularly there, or you could check out all the other shows at thepfpn.com. I don't see anybody writing that down. Uh, so I'll say it one more time. The PFP. <laughs> thanks for faking it. I appreciate it. <laughs> the nice. PFPN. Yes. Dot com. Uh, let's see. Oh, I should mention our sponsor. You should. Uh, our sp- uh, our lovely sponsor, Shutter. I know you've all heard of Shutter. That's right. Yeah, how many people have heard of Shutter? All right, yeah, Shutter is awesome. And if you haven't heard of Shutter before, online streaming service for us horror fans. You know, it's perfect for everybody in this room. You got to check it out. And it's only $4.99 a month, $49.99 a year. But I'll tell you what, people. Listen to this. Because I love each and every one of you in this room. Now you're going to write this down, too. (laughs) We come with presents. Not only are we giving you this live experience, but we have presents as well. We are going to give you a month of Shudder for free on us here at Attack of the Kiddo Podcast. Whoa. That's right. I know. That's right. So all you got to do is when you go to sign up for for Shudder, type in our promo code AOTKP 
first month free. What Boom. was that code? There you go. A-O-T-K-P. Okay. All right. And what else we got before we get into our stuff here? We also uh, want to quick mention our Patreon. Uh, you can be a supporter of the show. Go to our Patreon. Again, that's also AOTKP. And we got tons of perks on there. So, like, our show regularly is, is, is like every other week, right? Um, if you become a Patreon supporter of the show... Um, you will become an attacker. That's what we're officially calling our Patreon supporters, the attackers. And not only that, but you can, depending on what tier you get, but you could get weekly, you could get the show every week because we do bonus episodes on the off weeks for the Patreon supporters. We also do videos. Uh, I have a YouTube series that's just for the supporters called Insane Mike's One Minute Top Ten List, uh, where I talk about ten things that, are, that I think are super cool in a minute. And it's exhausting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, you know, support the show. Help us out. Okay. Now, we're done with all that. It's time to introduce you to the rest of the crew up here, the podcast crew. Every year on his birthday, when, he, when he's in the shower, he does a pinch to grow an inch. Jason Bollinger, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening, and really excited to be here at Midwest Monster Fest. And on his birthday, he likes to blow out the candles. Ted Good, everybody. That's the best you got? That's all I did. did you write that this morning? Yes, I did okay, write I that this morning. You saw him write it. Yeah. <laughs> so birthday horrors. Um, man, what could, we be pos- what could we talk about? What movies could we talk about? Jason, why don't you start us off? Well, hey, there's a lot of birthday-centric uh, horror films, and this I'll be honest, this one wasn't uh, one of the first ones I thought of. Nope. And, but uh, um, I, I really like this movie a lot, and we're going to be talking about, uh, from 2010, Wes Craven's My Soul to Take. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord. My soul to take. No! Please! No! What just happened? My name is Adam Hellerman, but everyone calls me Bug. I live in Riverton, Massachusetts, a small town notable for fishing, tourism, and the Riverton Ripper. The Ripper was killed 16 years ago today, the very night that seven of us here were born. Some say we share more than just a birthday. (gasps) They found Jay Chan in the river this morning. He's dead. Pray for our souls, Bug. He's coming. Hello? There's been no clue as to who this killer might be. If he was evil enough, somebody you thought was dead come back alive? Souls live on. Do you think the Ripper came back to take his revenge? What if his soul went into one of the seven kids who were born the night he died? Bug? Pray for ourselves, Bug. But which one? Do you know who your father was? Take a look in the mirror, Bug. I don't need it. 
idiots would be doing the boy. You killed people, Bug. For the blacktop, and it makes me. Not that I can remember. Nice, my soul to take. Not, not so nice. What's that? I said not so nice. Uh oh, we got some dissension up here. Let me tell you about it. In a, in a small town, in the small town of Riverton, a local legend tells of a. Serial killer's oath to come back and kill the seven children who were born on the night he supposedly died. I know. Now, 16 years later, Riverton residents are disappearing again, making some wonder if the legend is true. Bug, played by Max Theoriot, he's plagued by nightmares all his life in one of the so-called Riverton Seven, and it's up to him to save his friends from an evil that will not rest. So you read that straight from IMDb, or did you write Some, that yourself? I wrote that this morning, too. Of course. of course. No, I can't blame you because after watching this movie, I sure as hell couldn't tell you, couldn't tell you what's going on. Well, yeah, it's a little complicated, a little bit, but um, I liked it. I, I, it's not a perfect movie. <laughs> That's an understatement. But I think, I think there's really gold in there. There's con- there, conceptually, there's some cool things. Yeah, I think the idea of this movie is super good. You know, there's the concept, the story, you know, about the, the seven kids that were all born on the same night the serial killer died. And Which is all- so believable. It could happen. <laughs> it's a movie. Come on. But, yeah, it kind of... The whole premise is, like, based on one stretch. What do you mean? Th- that all seven of them were born the same night. I mean... Oh. Yeah, but it kind of, kind of reminds me a little bit of another movie we're going to talk about a little later. As far as that goes. Yeah. Quick note from the staff: <laughs> It's starting to rain outside. Y'all have your windows down. You might want to attend to that. But, yeah. Or you can keep listening to us and suffer the consequences. What's a little wet ass compared to missing out on a tag? I know, right? Podcast. You don't want to miss any of this. So. I didn't want to tell you to leave, but they want me to tell you to leave. <laughs> okay. I what? I just the, I it, think I agree with you. The movie is a little complicated and it gets I think it gets a little clunky in its telling of this story and how it plays out. A little bit, yeah. But it uh the tone I, is so hard to follow. It's not sure if it wants to be a comedy or a straight horror, or it it's, does not find that balance for me. My problem with the movie is, I mean, it's okay. The movie is, is okay, and I appreciate any time they try to do like some kind of out-there concept, you know, even if it is unbelievable, seven kids born on the same day, the serial killer killed, whatever. Uh, one, I don't feel like I got enough info about the killer or... Yeah, I feel like I didn't get enough explanation to what was going on. I mean, if we're going to do something kind of crazy and outlandish, like seven kids born on the same day, this serial killer... I mean, and the killer, was he schizophrenic? Was he possessed? I was. That was the stuff I was confused on. 
Yeah. You know, I so I feel like I needed more explanation on things. But I think the biggest crime out of this whole movie, for me, and again, it's not a terrible movie. It, uh, everybody should give it a watch, I think. But it's a Wes Craven picture, and I felt a little underwhelmed being a Wes Craven picture. Underwhelmed how... It had it just, all Wes Craven goodness in it. You felt like it was ra- it was really Wes Craveny. Well, what makes Wes Craveny Craveny? Good answer. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I was sort of surprised to see that he actually wrote it too, because I was under the impression he was just a director, and then I saw he was a writer too, and I felt the same way. I mean, it's not his worst movie because he did uh, Hills Have Eyes too, correct? That's correct. <laughs> so he has that, now that one's way underwhelming. Yeah. But so I guess this isn't technically his worst movie, but... Uh, was this another one that was kind of plagued with production problems, too? Or am I... Th- I, th- I mean, I know Cursed was. Cursed definitely was. Cursed was... Okay, I forgot about Cursed, Cursed. so that might be the third worst movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I d- what... I don't want to be the defender of the movie. I mean, I just... I think it just takes a... I'm in the middle. I think, it's a, I think it takes Literally several watches... To really grasp what's going on as far as like the personalities, all when one of the seven dies, then that it goes back to the kid who's the son of the original killer and how that works. They just don't. I felt it suffered too from um, what a lot of movies suffer from. It never lives up to the opening. It sort of came right out and had a crazy intense opening and then yeah. never got back to that. Yep. It's a good point. That ending was was the be- or the opening was the best part, and that was really strong right out of the gate. Yeah, and this was the first watch for me. I'm assuming you guys have both oh. watched this. I've I've, no, no, I've never seen it before. I've too. avoided it intentionally for many oh. years. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it when it came out, and I, again, I just think it takes multiple viewings to really soak up what's going on. Well, I don't in think West that's Cravens. I don't think that's going to happen for cool me. Cool so. idea. I just thought, yeah, I just it didn't deliver it smoothly, and it came off a little clunky. I think. I mean, obviously he's he's hit gold twice with Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street, and I don't know if he was trying to go back sort of to try to have another, you know, I mean, he did Shocker, which he thought was going to be another big sort of franchise, another Freddy. And is and, amazing. You know, and I, I at least like that one because Shocker's it wasn't a awesome, noble yes. attempt. Like, I really enjoy Shocker for what it is, but this one, it felt, maybe it's just not, I'm not the audience because it felt like it was a typical teen um, movie that was a product of its time, maybe? Because when, yes. when was this made? Like 2010, 9? Yeah. Have, Eight, any of you seven, guys, have any of you guys in the crowd seen My Soul to Take? We got one. How'd that, how'd that play out for you? Exactly. Right. It's it's hard to follow. It's we do have that one. Okay. <laughs> Tina. Okay. We're only doing um, a live show here. <laughs> yeah. I wished it was better though. I just yeah. think I think there's stuff in it. I think the good I think it's there. I just I wished it was better. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the next film we're going to talk about is I, I love this movie, and I, sometimes I feel like in the horror community that I am I am in a minority, so I, I'm waiting for the reactions. But a movie that I thought was super freaking awesome from a couple years ago, and that's uh, Happy Death Day. Oh hey, 
You're up. Am I in a dorm room? Yeah. I folded your pants for you. Great. Dude, did you hit that or what? Stop global warming? You sneaky little biatch. Maybe you should switch to water next time. Super helpful. Don't be late to party tonight. Okay, bye. Bye. Tree, happy birthday. You scared me. Yeah. Look, I know this isn't gonna make any sense. Stop global warming. Hey. I feel like I'm losing my mind. You sneaky little biash. Happy birthday. I've already lived through this day. Somebody's gonna kill me tonight. See you again here now. <gasps>you guys all right so happy death day is um well groundhog day with murders groundhog day with murders yes exactly i mean it always gets compared to groundhog's day conceptually it's it's on the same realm but even the movie itself calls it out which oh it knows yeah i love that yeah right there at the end they have to address it yes so you know basically this this you know college girl who's you know kind of a bitch um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she keeps having the same day over and over again it's the day that she gets murdered and i I mean i don't know about you but i like i really like the uh i don't know what college has a giant creepy baby face as a mascot whatever where's college i say where's justin beam because he's he's a big hater of it of the mask? Yes. Like really? Mask. I yeah. think the mask is cool looking. It's awesome. But, you know, hey. I, I think maybe it's the concept or the idea that they have a big crying baby as their mascot, which is <laughs> like the opposite of, you know, you masculine uh, tigers and... I mean, I... Yeah. Maybe the college at one point had like, you know, the Indians or something and... Uh, oh, it was like uh, they had to change it due to yeah, the time changing. Yeah, because their mascot was really like yeah. racist yeah. and whatnot. But like uh, people on the board were pissed off that they had to change it. We're like, fine, we get a fucking baby. Yeah, let's do a, a crying baby. You crying babies? How about a crying baby? <laughs> we'll make you the mascot. You crying baby? Exactly. 
Yeah, so, but I love this movie, and um, I, I think I, I think I blind bought it on Blu-ray. I didn't you get didn't a chance see it in theaters. It. I didn't get a chance oh, to see it in theaters, and I'm, yeah, I'm pissed I didn't. You know, but uh, you know, just the the whole idea in general of the you know repeating the day over again. I was always a big fan of Groundhog's Day anyway, and now Groundhog's Day is a horror movie. But in, and it but and it has a lot of comedy in it too, and I think that's probably why there is a, a good chunk and of the horror community that didn't get into this movie. Do you guys feel like we like it more because we went in with low expectations? Because I think everybody sort of saw the trailers and thought like this does look like Groundhog Day. And it looks like sort of a PG-13 um, general sort of movie, but Blumhouse hasn't really let us down very often. So, not really, you know, no, I'm a big fan of big fan of everything. That I mean, Blumhouse there's, there's, done there's for the most part nothing wrong. I mean, everything right about going in with low expectations. Everyone should always wipe the slate clean when they go in to see a film. It's only going to help them and their experience. But I also know that Mike is a big fan of this movie because of all the comedy. Yeah. Because you're a sucker and you can't help it. Yeah, I like things that are funny, but I find I find the chemistry between the two leads like so fantastic. Yeah. For for two people that I did not know before this movie, they really I impressed see everything me. That they you're do. right. They've really They're impressed yeah. me. So awesome. Well, her in general because she, you know, she goes through a huge arc in this movie. Right. She and like you said she started off as a bitch <laughs> <laughs> and uh, ends up like the most lovable, relatable character. But um, I do have to give my wife a shout-out on this one because she watched it, and she said it was sort of a bummer that um, she sort of falls for him simply because she realizes that when she passed out at a party, he didn't date rape her. And that, and that, that <laughs> shouldn't be, like, a standard yeah. for a... That shouldn't be a standard for a... It shouldn't like, be, no. You know, he's so dreamy, he didn't rape me. Like, it's horrible. That's terrible. That's, like, the, 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 how low standards have gotten. <laughs> and she pointed that out, and I sort of viewed it differently because of that. Damn it, Nikki. Right, like you know, that's you and your logic. Now, thoughts on two? I loved part two a lot. I loved part two. A I lot did too. I, I got a lot of hate because it I did. think people wanted more horror or the same thing again. But I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm sad we won't get a third one. Well, I again, I love two. I'm saying that, but I'm going to say that I also recognize that it feels like there's a lot of moments in the movie that they're like, oh shit, this is supposed to be a horror movie. Okay, throw the killer in there real quick. You know, it's just, it definitely is a, lot more, is a lot more comedy than the first one. And the fact that I'm already attached to the characters and I love the first one so much and, and bought into the characters so much that coming into two is so much easier. And, you know, the comedy, obviously. But, well, I feel uh, like when I um, rewatched it, after I sort of know every twist and turn and know exactly what's going to happen, I tend to watch it and just imagine how tedious it was shooting it, going back and doing sure. the same scenes over. I mean, they already have, <laughs> you, you already have to do that in a normal movie. So you're thinking they're going back and re redoing the scenes two or three times for each time. So they're doing it, you know... God knows how many times. I would love to see. Is there a feature? I don't. I haven't checked out the special features to see. I still haven't bought two yet. I need to though. But like you know, you right. do so many takes in one shooting one scene, and they're shooting the same scene over and over again. Yeah, and over. You yeah. know, her waking yeah. up every single time. She, you know, she wakes up twenty times in the movie. They probably had to shoot that. You know, at least 60. five takes each yeah. time. You know. Favorite moment. So of, that, oh, and make uh, sure the continuity. You have to continue the continuity sweet every time. Sweet necromantic shirt. Just gotta say it. Sorry. All right. Derail the conversation for a necromantic T-shirt. 
My favorite moment of part two is that montage where she's, you know, she, she's sort of um, keeps killing herself. Own, yeah, owning it. So she's just, yeah, finding yeah. creative ways to die. And she like jumps out of the plane in a bikini and no parachute, and then <laughs> flips the bird as she comes crashing down on the ground in front of the other two on the bench. So I was always so wanted funny. to ask you, Mike, yes. with part two. I know your stance on I know where horror this is movies as do not go back and explain your killer. Yes. And how that hurts the movie. Yes. Well, part two is all about explaining this the movie. This, this weird bad. event of her repeating the day, yes. Right, so I, why is it okay in this movie for you? I was nervous as hell when I saw that, when I found that plot point out that they were going to, that explain not only this. were they going to explain why the day repeats itself, because again, to go back to Groundhog's Day, you don't get any explanation for why Bill Murray has to repeat the day over and over again. It's like a, it's like a, uh, you know, um, um, it's like a Charles Dickens story, you know, you know, the ghosts show up and, right. but there's no rhyme or reason for it. It's just, the guy has to go through this, like, this uh, moral, uh, Event to change his life. You mean sort a of like person. Bill Murray's in Scrooge too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, I never put that together. Um, so I like the fact, like with Groundhog's Day or the first um, Happy Death Day, that they didn't explain it because it, the movie's not about that. Right. But and I know you're getting on me because, like, I am the biggest, you know, get off my lawn about having to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, having to explain where the killer's origins and stuff. And my thing is like, it's less scary. The more we know, it's less scary. But I'm going to say this. I don't watch Happy Death Day movies to, for scares. Like, it's neither of them are scary movies, really. They're horror-themed. There's horror elements. They're not scary movies. Right, which was always why I was like, why are you hating on part two about not being as horror-ish when it never really I was? don't know if he's hating on it. He no, just was pointing no, out. I mean people. Okay, yeah. The, oh, the I see. General, the general consensus it. was that like it, it, they really wanted, was. it wasn't a horror movie. But the first one's almost outside of the baby scene. There, there's, not, there's more humor to horror to it, you yeah. know? It just yeah, they yeah. ramp up the humor again in the second. Yeah, and I also feel, and as far as the explanation of things, hey, what's up, man? The explanation of things is that uh, I thought they handled it really well. I thought it was yep. a really cool concept, and I and I just dug the concept in general and, and stayed I with w- the theme of the film, and it was fun. Yeah, and stayed fun. I mean, it was rather comic booky, so you know how yeah. you know that you that were all about uh, that. was in my wheelhouse as well. So. Move on, on. Yeah, I'm just glad that other people liked Happy Death Day. Yes. That just makes me happy. So kindred spirits, right here. That's good. So Tad and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm feeling, I'm hoping that this is probably going to be the longest discussion if we have the time. But what is our third film? Our third film is Bloody Birthday. Yeah. 1970. Three children were born during a total eclipse of the sun. Now, ten years later, they share a terrible compulsion to kill and no one can stop them. If they decide they don't like you, watch out. The children will stop at nothing to get a deadly murder weapon. And anyone can be their victim. No one is safe. Not even their families can escape. Hey, 
Handy Birthday. Children shouldn't play with sharp objects. They hate their babysitter and her little brother. And the teachers at school are so mean. No matter where you run, they'll find you. There's no escape. Bloody birthday. A terrifying journey into the bazaar. Will you get out alive? Not, a, not a quite the reaction that um, Happy Death Day got, but no, no. <laughs> this is a this is the first watch for me. How about you guys? I've seen this way too many times that any person needs to be seeing Bloody Birthday. So this is my first time. I'll read the basic premise. Um, three children are born at the height of an eclipse of the sun. Ten years later, they begin to murder the people around them. So this is like the the good son on like steroids. It's so <laughs> yes. awesome. It's like three it shithead kids. Literally just Little murdering assholes. people. I mean, yeah. and not like stabbing. They they try to kill their own parents by putting skateboards on the steps. It's right. like a, yeah, it's like one of those um, safety videos that you watch <laughs> where the people's fingers get ripped off and stuff. It's like they're just finding fun ways to murder parents. Yeah, they're and, just, and, and they're just having way too much fun yeah, doing it. They're, right. they, they're having a blast, and you just want to punt them in the face, the whole movie. And apparently being born on a <laughs> lunar eclipse or whatever also gives you superpowers because, make, yeah. because little girls can choke grown men with jump rope and lift them off the ground and shit like that. So Yeah, so... There's two boys and one girl. Uh, they all sort of pick on the, the another boy in their class. Uh, I mean, and they're not just killing people. They're getting away with it. They're tricky. The one girl's selling. Um, like she, She's taking so, money to allow the other kids in the neighborhood to look through her uh, people and watch her sister dance in her underwear. Yeah, so, so the, the girl of the group, the killer girl, She's got an older sister played by Julie Brown. Julie Brown. Not downtown Julie Brown, but homecoming queen's got a gun, Julie Brown. Or, um, you know, so, and I'm a huge Julie Brown fan, so that's a, another plus for this movie. Um, but, uh, so she's the older sister, and, you know, the, the younger sister charges a quarter for the boys to be able to look through a peephole. Through this peephole in the closet. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean,. There's a scene where they lock a little boy in a fridge in the junkyard. Yes. Only in the 80s. And they, they kill someone with a baseball bat and try to choke someone with a rubber hose. I mean, they and then they shoot someone like point blank with a revolver. Like a, a child yeah. knows how to use, use the revolver. No. Oh. The best part with the revolver is there's moments he's running through the house trying to shoot those guys. He's shooting this gun. What, how old are these kids? Ten? How old were they? Yeah, I think ten, ten years later after they're one born. One-handed. He's right, shooting yeah. this gun. Like he, no he's, recoil whatsoever. Well, heck yeah, blam, man. Blam, he was blam. born during an eclipse, man. Come on. That explains everything. And that boy, the one with the glasses, is a Billy Jane, who I'm also a big fan of. If you've ever seen the 80s comedy, um, Just One of the Guys? Yes. He's the little brother in that. Okay. The overly, overly horny, sex-driven um, little brother in that. That sounds right. But I'm also a... Huge fan of him because he was in um, the TV show Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Don't know that in the one. early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Parker Lewis Can't <laughs> Lose. You know it, Ben. <laughs>
No, this one was so, I don't know. I loved it. It was, uh, like, there's no no holds barred. Like, the kids are just complete psychopaths. I love it. And they don't own up to it, and you just, you, every chance it looks like they're going to get caught, they figured out a plot hole to make the, the person who's ratting on them sound crazy. There's a scene where... Uh, he pretends to put rat poison in, in the, um, what is it, the right. icing on the cake. Icing for the cake, So yeah. that she goes, the, the, the older sister goes crazy, tells them all, like, you're all going to die. They poisoned the, the icing. And then, you know, he's a little shithead, and he's like, no, I didn't. Look, she's crazy. Yeah, and that little bitch girl, she's all, like, super manipulative. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, is able to make all the adults think she's innocent. And yeah. Th- and just want to slap them. Mm-hmm. Like they don't even consider that it could be the kids right. yeah. until until they find the scrapbook full of all the people they've murdered. Why would they keep a scrapbook twice? Well, and it's it's the it's the neighbor boy that they keep harassing throughout the movie that finds the scrapbook, the one that gets locked in the freaking refrigerator. I feel so bad for him the whole movie. Like, like her the, is it the little girl's dad that was the sheriff that they mur- they try to kill him with a skateboard that didn't work so they just beat him up with a baseball bat. <laughs> yes. It's like Plan B, hit him in the head. But um, her dad was the sheriff, so they somehow snuck his gun and replaced it with a replica. So later on in the movie, that comes back to bite them when they lock them in the house. They think that they're going to get the gun. They go, and it's not a real gun. So they even try to run, run each other. Like they, they, get, they steal a car, the junkyard, and try to r- literally run her over, too. Yes. They're just psycho. Yeah. Like they don't stop. Like no. little Terminators, little slashers is awesome. Little 10-year-old Terminators. Yeah. My qu- for, well, okay. My first question is, did it just it just so happen that this all started on their tenth birthday? Like all like something clicked on their tenth birthday right, and they all became like, were they psychopaths? All, were they all normally behaved and ten years after the eclipse? Yeah. Was yeah. there another eclipse the that we didn't number? see? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know we don't know about any other deaths that happened in this Duh, town. you know the eclipse bursts. But don't Mike, take remember, for 10 years. remember That's what right. you don't know is scarier, right? That's true. You're gonna <laughs> right, throw that back in my said. face. <laughs> so the, you just said it. The the little the little boy hero character, the neighbor boy, and his older sister. My question also is, how long were their parents gone? For God's right? sake! Everybody's getting murdered, and they leave their kid with a gun in the house. There is at least two. Fu- <laughs> there's at least two funeral scenes in this movie while the parents are gone. Yeah, you know, somebody dies. It takes they're, a couple days before we get well, a funeral, right? They call in. They're like, "We're on vacation for how long?" Oh my God! I don't want Dad to worry, but everybody's dying. <laughs> yes. Don't tell Dad. I know I'm to worry. Oh. They never go on vacation, so you know we shouldn't let them know that everyone's dead. Probably the uh, the most interesting casting in this movie is um, Jose Ferreira is in this movie for like a scene, like I'm, legendary actor. He he was uh, the little girl's grandpa. Oh wait, no, not the 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 other boy, the blonde boy's grandfather at the birthday party. At the birthday party, okay, yeah. And uh, I mean, he's a longtime character actor, been around forever, and. You know, is like their named actor for this movie, but he's only in just the one scene. Probably all they could afford. But I, this didn't feel like super. I maybe just because I was so shocked by the content, like I wasn't turned off by. It didn't feel like a necessarily low budget movie. It didn't feel too campy. Like the, the kids gave pretty good performances for kids. They did. Yeah. Everybody like nobody stuck out as a, a bad wooden performance. Like. I hated those kids, but I also wanted to see how far they could go. <laughs> you sick 
twisted man. <laughs> well, like I said, That's I was just like, when they go in and sh- did they shoot their teacher with a re- with a revolver? Like they snuck the gun in and he snuck in and killed her, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Well, another one of my favorite moments is the little girl. So, and I like too how the peephole comes back into play in the, oh, in with the an third act too. An arrow, man. She's shooting arrows through the peephole at the pe- like. At the, you're, uh, you're questioning the revolver. This girl knows how. To, she she's learned archery. <laughs> And, <laughs> and she could pull and she could back shoot, a full and, and shoot it through a small peephole inside a closet. She's from a, in a yeah. closet with this full-size bow and arrow, perfectly into the eyeball of her older sister. Yes, yes. Well, the well that well that kill, she was like right up in there. Yeah. So she just well, she was looking. It. Yeah, she was looking. So to be fair, she was looking back through the peephole. But but when they're attacking, when they're they're attacking the, the it's like a uh, reverse glory hole. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That'll be the name of this episode. <laughs> Reverse glory hole. Oh my gosh! When they're attacking um, the the brother and sister at the end in the third act, there, and she's just shooting, she's just straight up shooting up arrows yeah. through that people like it's no big thing. <laughs> That's what I love is that it does not at all hold back. Like when, like you said, the kid's running through the house just like a, like it's a toy gun with like caps. He's just shooting bullets throughout the house right at the people. Uh, she's shooting arrows. It's like. At least, to me, it's like well, you know, while I wanted to kick the kids in the face, like I would be scared of them because they they don't care. They do not no. care at all at that point. No, they don't. They do. They not. are evil. Like there's a point where she calls him up to the treehouse and tries to to push the little hero boy out of her yeah. treehouse and gets caught. Yeah, that little boy, man. Because he dodged so many, you he, know, deaths. Near misses. Let's see. <laughs> he gets he gets locked in the refrigerator to be left left to die. He uh, gets he gets choked out by, by a, a rubber hose. By a rubber hose. Almost pushed um, out of a treehouse. Almost pushed out of the treehouse. Get shot at. Get arrow shot at him. And he came out on top. Now, okay, let me ask you guys, because this is your first time viewing. And with the uh, the content of this film, you know, and it's got a little bit of that, like, you know, early 80s slasher sleaze to it. You know, you got the, you got the older sister getting naked and, um, you know, and then, like, just the idea of these kids killing people. Were you shocked that, uh, spoilers... That uh, on how the uh, the kids were taken out, taken down. It was rather safe, I felt. A little bit, but I loved the spoiler very end when we find out. You know, she sneak the the little girl sneaks out the window, and her mom basically takes her and runs away. Because I think I are we to assume her mom knows or. I couldn't decipher that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe the mom did finally they, they figure skip it out. They skipped town, and then we, you know, they, they show the girl playing with a car jack, and I'm like, where is this going? Uh, then we see the dead mechanic, and I'm like, damn, she's still going. not over yet. Yeah. But that is another good point. I, you know, um, so the little girl, they end up, so her, they end up, she ends up killing her father, who's the sheriff, and her older sister, and what's the mom do by that point? Like, she goes away and just leaves the little girl for, like, what, a week or so? And leaves the little girl yep. with... Uh, Worst with parents ever in this town. <laughs> exactly. With the little boy and the sister, whose parents are already gone on, like, a years-long vacation. Yeah. I'm just, like like you said, complete neglect. Like, the kids in there mixing up icing for the cake. And he could have put, you know, ant poison or whatever that was right in there. And no one's paying attention. He just, like, puts his hands behind his back and he has a little shithead smirk on his face. Walks in, you know, does whatever he wants. Every, every kid does whatever they want in this. Everybody's getting murdered. And even the older sister's like, well, don't play in the junkyard the entire night. Just most of the night, please. 
<laughs> yeah. Like yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like, it's no big thing. They just go play in the junkyard. And she just will not believe her little brother for anything. It's like, until she actually ends up at the junkyard, almost gets killed. But, yeah, I'm here to tell you guys, you know what? That's just the way it was in the 80s growing up. Yeah? Yeah, that's just yeah, the way it was. Parents will let us you know, play it anywhere. was just, you know. Kids today just have it, you know. They're just bunch. They're, they have it too good. They're just a bunch of wusses. Yeah, the I movie would have ended pretty we early. Used to when play refrigerators all the time. No big deal. <laughs> I wasn't even sure that was. A fr- it looked like a filing cabinet or something, like or like a wardrobe. It didn't really <laughs> look like a fridge. But I wasn't alive when those kind of refrigerators existed. So <laughs> it was more of an ice box. That's we'd have to go down to the corner store and buy a block of ice and <laughs> put it inside there. So stop at the outhouse. Cool. That's right. They delivered it. You think there was plans for a sequel with that ending? Actually, yeah. They um, they left it open so there would be plans, uh, an opportunity to do a sequel. It just never came to fruition. So, It's directed by Ed Hunt, right? who also did um, The Brain from 1988. The I, was, I was looking at his IMDb. and on Scream it, Factory. It's sort of... Uh, He's like an 80s Ed Wood almost. <laughs> he has, yeah. I mean, not like known for the worst stuff, but some of his stuff is pretty, I mean, obviously very campy. So I don't know if there is an, addi- an edition of Bloody Birthday out there that has like a director's commentary or any special features. I have the DVD of it, and it, it's, it's pretty bare bone, doesn't really have anything. But if you get the brain Blu-ray, and uh-huh. I, I, I got to work on some of the special features for that release, and... Um, there's a lot of cool stuff in there, like the director's commentary track. Talks a lot about some of the films that he's worked on, including Br- Bloody Birthday, and kind of like the ups and downs of this poor guy's career as a filmmaker, because never really had a huge hit. Well, I'm pretty surprised that this one is so unknown. Like I felt like I should have seen this long ago. It's it's entertaining. I want to watch it again. I out, for, of, out of all these three, it, well, I wouldn't say it's necessarily my favorite, because Happy Death Day is a lot of fun, too. Very yeah. rewatchable. Yeah. But... Uh, this is the one that you like bring friends over and watch it because they're just the whole time they're going to be laughing and not believe what they're watching. You could never, ever, ever do this now, ever. No, no, no way. No, this is the way. most taboo film. It, there's no way it could be made today. <laughs> but you can watch it on the amazing streaming service, Shutter. Shutter. How do you That's get a right. free month? You can get a free month <laughs> thanks to us here at Attack of the Killer Podcast if you just put in pro- promo code AOTKP to uh, watch. This movie. That's right. Blood. Now, this was a movie I rented. I rented back in the video store days, so it had like a really cool, really cool cover with a birthday cake, if I remember right, like a knife in the birthday cake, and I think fingers sticking out of the birthday cake or something like that. Yeah, you're making this up. No, I, I think it's the. I saw it on IMDb. Okay. So, and was this on those VHS contraption things you yeah. always talk about? Again, okay. back in my day. Uh-huh. There's some VHS tapes here today, a I lot know. of them. So. That's right. Maybe they might have Bloody Birthday. No. I'm going to go start looking. But don't buy it. Go watch it on Shutter and use promo code AOTKP <laughs> for a free month. Shameless. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. How are we doing on time? We're doing great. We still got plenty? Yes, we got 20 minutes if we want it. Oh, crap. We're out of movies. <laughs> The weekend, so there's we a lot do? of other birthday movies that we didn't do, and uh, we were sort of discussing which ones. Remember when we, uh, Happy Birthday to Me? Happy and Birthday we all to Me said was on, the, no. was on the, uh, the list. At least I said no, because that one sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I one. haven't seen it forever. And again, it's got a sweet-ass 
VHS box too. And and that's the, as far as it goes. With that, the shish kebab a, in the a, mouth. A cool VHS box, and that's as cool as it gets. It's Canadian. Yeah. The trailer's okay. And someone dies with a scarf, I think. That's sort of cool. Yeah. Very Canadian. Ooh, with scarf it in the, yes. Well, it gets stuck in like a motorcycle wheel. Yeah, in a motorcycle oh. wheel. That's pretty cool. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a very Canadian thing to die by scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching yeah, it for the first time. That's and how I was most Canadians extremely die, let scarves down. and cholesterol. I, so. I think I would, I, I actually <laughs> like my soul to take better than uh, happy. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's saying something. Well, I left it, uh, I took it off the, the list because... I wanted a variety, and like yeah. if we did, I definitely wanted to do Bloody Birthday, and I felt like if we did both those movies, it's like right in that the same early time 80s frame, slasher. yeah. And th- and Bloody Birthday is a better of the two by far. I'm I'm really I'm honestly really glad. I was a little nervous. I was really glad you ended up liking it. Wait, did you say you liked it? Yeah. Okay, I can remember. I mean, it's fucked. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's kids doing bad stuff. It's so wrong. And I'll, and I'll tell I, you what, though, don't ever. It's not for parents. It's, uh, kids shouldn't watch this no, movie. But it's not the most effed up killer kid movie out there. If you, you need to see the movie um, Who Could Kill a Child. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, the, it sort of gives it away in the title. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ay, ay, ay. That one's crazy. That one's got one of the greatest cinematic moments of all time where a pregnant woman's own baby is trying to kill her from the inside. Yes. Well, I think with like bloody birthday maybe i like it so much because i hate kids so much so like wa- right. watching this watching this like wa- validates it like see why i hate kids they're all like this you just they're don't all a know bunch of assholes. you just you know like every unsolved murder is probably a kid because <laughs> they can get away with it proven by bloody birthday how about anybody out there in the crowd what's your favorite birthday themed horror movie you got a, well trevor's birthday was yesterday friday Yay. the 13th birthday Happy nice, birthday. Lucky, happy birthday. And that and that leads to another say say the movie we watched. Which is a birthday horror. Technically, the yeah, because there's not that even line. technically. It, it she Today comes was back his Yeah, on his birthday to kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Today is Friday the thirteenth, and it was his birthday. I love your impressions. <laughs> Pamela. <laughs> what else is out there? Birthday horror. Well, anybody in the audience, you guys? Any other birthday? The Omen, great one. Yeah. Richard Donner. Yeah, yes. why did we skip The Omen and watch My Soul to Take? Hey, it's not that bad. <laughs> yes, it is. There's like a scene where a guy dresses as a, a bird and pukes. It's really That's dumb. That's the best scene <laughs> in That's the That's really movie. stupid. This so um, I love that scene. Honestly, that kind of was my favorite scene, too. Oh. But I, I'll admit, yeah, like, what, what high school student is going to do it's that a, labyrinth of a yeah. outfit? It's a parable. Oh, we got another one from the audience. Oh, what do we got? Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's it's, 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 it's a a birthday party. It's Rocky's birthday. That's right. We have the whole birthday scene. Oh. Yeah. Good one. Good one. That's a great one. Yes. Father's Day. Father's Day. Day. But there's there's a a cake. cake. (laughs) We will accept it because there's cake. What's Oh, whose birthday? Yeah, my birthday's today. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Zombie. High five for uh, September zombie 14th. Zombie lady person. Scary. Saturday the 14th birthday. Like the worst, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch that movie every Saturday the 14th, yes. He does. It's real. Any others Any from other the audience? Shout Any What's that? Deep. Demons. Demons 2. I love you guys. Electric Boogaloo. 
Oh, man. Lumberto Bava, man. Oh, that movie is so good. I remember the first time... Okay, so like in the age of me falling in love with Italian horror, I was all about Demons 1. Demons 1 was the shit. And then it took me a while to get around to Demons 2. And the, honestly, I'm, I'm going to share this with all you guys. I've never shared this with anybody before. Ooh. First time I watched Demons 2, I hated it. I'm like, what? It's the same fucking movie as Demons 1. Right, right. But I didn't pick up on the cool nuances of Demons 2 at the time. Right, Demons 2 is known for nuance. Like, like, <laughs> like little weirdo, you know short people demons that crawl out of people's backs and go running around or or it rains it rains ass demon acid blood through the uh through the floor of the apartment building and but I, and so but so I've learned to uh, fall in love with demons too and appreciate it for what it is it's any other that's it's a pretty process. good one that's a great one it's a pretty good shout out no, yeah. any other shout outs there Birthday horror. Birthday horror. Birthday horror. We're all tapped out. Uh, did we? Is there any that you guys? No. Uh, I, I mean, you brought up happy birthday to me. And I, well, yeah, and I was I, and I was going with Friday Thirteenth. You know. Oh, and Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. So no, that, that means so that means all of them are well, not all of them take place on Friday Thirteenth. Well, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> Insane Mike, you having a good birthday? It's a great birthday, man. I'm here at uh, Midwest Monster Fest with all of my Midwest Monster Fest friends and family. Heck yeah. Yeah? I'm glad we could do this. Very glad. Getting to uh, make people listen to me talk for yes. about an hour is That's, always good. We knew you'd love that for your presence. It's great to have an unwilling audience. That's yes. right. We'll take them however we can get them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right, so... So I think that's it. That's going to be us. That's it for us here at Attack of the Killer Podcast. Stop by our booth. We have t-shirts for sale. Yes, thank you. I was, Stop, I exit by the gift shop. We have our table over there. Um, we also you know, are filmmakers, so we have our films over there. We've got Killer Podcast t-shirts. Brand new, hot off the press. Hot off brand new. Yeah. This is the first show for the brand new Attack of the Killer Podcast shirt. So you can get that over at the table along with all kinds of other stuff that we um, do and sell. And for those of you listening at home when this comes out, check the website. That's right. But thanks again for everybody for listening. Thank I appreciate you guys. it. Thanks for Midwest Monster Fest for having us here. Good night.